Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everybody, back to the Behind the Rails podcast. This is our second edition this week, and we are about to talk about the Illinois Fighting Illini. I am your host, Travis Miller of BoilerUpload.com, and with me, as always, is former Purdue running back, Corey Sheets. And how are you doing tonight, Corey? Man, I'm all right, but uh, that stone's on my ass. Ah, yes. Uh, for those that are, that are new to our listenership or everything, Corey lives down in Florida, so he's dodging hurricanes this year. <laughs> the second one this year. Second one? You, you said you're near Tampa, right? Yes. Well, at least this one's on the East Coast, I guess. So still going to get a lot of rain. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's starting to rain right now. It's been off and on all day. But uh, we're still here. We got connections, so we need to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are definitely going to be using it here. We will be talking about the Illinois Fighting Illini. And as I was telling Corey here before we really got recording, it feels like we're previewing the exact same team as we did last week. (laughs) I mean, uh, you're absolutely right on that. Just a little bit better, like you were saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just hope our response to this is uh a little more forthcoming. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And uh it, when I say when I say Illinois is just a little bit better, they have the number one pass defense in the nation. They are only giving up 152 yards passing. And let's face it, Purdue did not throw the ball very well last week. <laughs> Man, I honestly feel like <clears throat> This team that was coming into their own when they were 60% past 40% run. Mm-hmm. 90% past 10% run. <laughs> and, and that's, you, you, again, like last week, you can't fall behind a team like this and have to play pass to catch up because they, they are happy to do that. They are also fourth in rushing. Uh, 70 and you're only giving up 79 yards a game so that is probably the largest difference well, not even that they're they're only about 13 yards a game better than Iowa on the ground and in terms of total defense this is the best defense in the nation and their scoring <clears throat> defense they are giving up only 10.4 points per game so whew, that's a, it, it's a tough challenge really that's a heavyweight right there yeah (laughs) now if you're looking for something good purdue has beaten a similarly good defense this year because minnesota is fourth at 14 points per game iowa is fifth at 14.33 points per game so it's not like we haven't faced a strong defense like this before and that win at minnesota was on the road but you know, this Illinois team is playing with a lot of confidence now, even coming off of a loss. I mean, if I'm in Illinois' locker locker room, I'm probably looking at Purdue as a W just off of being cocky. <laughs> like, it might show up and it might not work in their favor. And it could be good for Purdue. Yeah. 
Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff, so we will be right back after this ad. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, concerts, events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online research for all of your sports information for live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. And the, it's, their season has been incredibly strange. They started with a win over Wyoming. Then they were upset at Indiana, and it lost it is very head-scratching right now. But I've talked to a lot of Illinois fans, and I guess there was a questionable call on what should have been a touchdown there, and they only lost by three. They right. blew out Virginia. They blew out Chattanooga. They blew out Wisconsin. They won nine to six over Iowa. They beat Minnesota 26-14. They beat Nebraska 26-9. And then last week, Michigan State walked into Champaign and beat them 23-15 and controlled the game, which was a bit of a surprising result considering Michigan State has really struggled this year. This is a winnable game for us. Oh, very much so. After everything you just rattled off, it don't sound like this going too much. And if you can keep you can keep it close too, it can go either way. Yeah, and they that's what's I mean their defense. They are definitely hanging their hat on their defense. I know uh, they are coached by Brett Bielema, which I actually looked it up. I couldn't remember when exactly he was at Wisconsin, but you did face him in his first season at Wisconsin, and Purdue lost twenty four to three. But they were a twelve and one Wisconsin team that year. Wow, what year was that? That was 2006. Oh, I remember that. Let me see if I can find how you did that game. <laughs> I don't think I did too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was Wisconsin. Purdue just in general doesn't do too well against Wisconsin. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't I think that might have been a game we wore all black. Uh, let's see. It says uh, Purdue lost twenty-four to three. We led three to nothing. You only had nine carries for forty-two yards. That didn't work. There, hold up. Little work. I mean, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. But hey, you know, we're we're going to see a similar type to that. Yeah. He has always been a coach that thrives on defense, and he thrives on the rushing game. And we just happen to be facing Chase Brown, who is leading the nation right now with 1,344 yards on the ground. Hmm. I mean, if we keep him in that box, that front for seven or eight, in front of him, I, I feel pretty confident. Uh-huh. <clears throat> if you get in that secondary, it might be your she wrote. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tommy, Tommy DeVito, their quarterback, only two interceptions on the year. So he's been pretty accurate, completing 72% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, two picks. Man, we might be able to get one. 
Not happy. Not, uh, we're, we're due. We, we haven't, I don't think we've gotten an interception in the last two games. Maybe we got one against Wisconsin. I can't remember. No, I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything good happened that game. <laughs> well, I um, think, I think one of the things that stands out to me when I look at Illinois here is Brown is just consistent. He is getting five yards of carry. He has been over a hundred yards per, uh, in a game in all nine games this season, but it's not like he has just a huge outlier game either. His lowest total was 108 in a 31-0 uh, win over Chattanooga. His highest total was 199 in the loss to Indiana. And this is just a guy, he's, you know what you're getting with him. He's going to cash in about 120, 130 yards. In Indiana. Yeah. Chattanooga in Indiana. Yeah. yeah he'll get a bunch of points for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just consistently, consistency, consistency. That's what this I mean, guy seems to do. Carries. He has 257 on the year, so they, they run him 25, 30 times a game. Yeah, you don't, you don't get no praise for that. <laughs> from where I came from, you're supposed to do that. Oh, with you're supposed that, to do that? Okay. With that series? Yeah, I get. I can see that with about 25, 30 carries a game. You need to get over 100. <laughs> Do the correlation. If I, if I had 20 carries against Wisconsin, what's my yardage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting five yards a carry. That's 100 right there. <laughs> Easy. We might win the game to give you the ball. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know Brian points for that. Chattanooga and IU. Oh, that, that was just his high game and his low game, though. And I'm just saying, like, Mm. What do you do against uh, Iowa? Uh, let's see. Uh, he was over 100 yards. I know that. <laughs> uh, he had 146 in that game on 31 carries. Yeah, you get 30 carries. You're supposed to do it. What do you have against uh, – what was the last thing? What was the loss they just had? Michigan State, he had 136 on 33 carries. So they live and die by the run. Oh yeah. yeah, he is he is their top option, and he has uh, the next highest rusher on the team is more than twelve hundred yards behind him. So he is the first, second, third, fourth, and probably fifth rushing option on the on, from that team. I, I believe in our front seven, front eight, shut down and run. He shut down the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Thing is, he's he's faced some better run defenses, and he put up 146 on Iowa and 180 on Minnesota. I mean, we don't really honestly. You take out those two runs from the from last week's game, and what is it for uh, Iowa? Uh, they had 200 last week. Uh, I know they had 75 on one. I think they had 40 on another, and that was they just had 200 from one guy. So. Right, that's what, they weren't really they weren't really doing too much. To take out them two runs. Mm-hmm. They just they just missed. Uh, the tackling is horrible. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> you really you you got a stout defense. 
as long as the as the offense can can do some keep the defense off the field, I believe we'll be all right. I I think again a lot like Iowa, it's going to come down to can Purdue play with the lead. And when Illinois has struggled this year, it's when they have had to come from behind. Last week against Minnesota or against Michigan State, they fell behind pretty early. They were down at halftime, and then they were down going into the fourth quarter, twenty-three to seven. So uh, they've just—you've got to be able to get a lead up on them because if they get up seven, they get up ten, they're going to grind you, and that's exactly what happened with Iowa. I mean, the clock's not your friend when you run the ball 30 times a game. No. <laughs> not at all. Nope. <laughs> Let me see if they had an issue with turnovers. I, I think they've had some fumble issues, maybe. Yeah, they had three fumbles last week, but they only lost one. And one of them was Brown. So, you know, they, they've been able to take care of the football, too. So, I mean, the I recipe fumbled. seems simple on paper, but it's a lot harder to execute. Yeah, he's not fumbling the ball too often as they run it 30 times a game. You don't put that type of dependency on the guy that's going to cough the ball up. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be expecting too much there, but you never know. <laughs> well, let's not, hey. let, let's not forget that last year this was the uh, knockdown ugly game where – uh, Josh McCray ran for 156 yards for them, and Purdue won 13 to nine, uh, thanks to a late touchdown. But Purdue couldn't run the ball; they threw a couple picks, and Illinois couldn't throw the ball. And it was it was an ugly game. And Purdue won, but I don't think anybody won for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Those be the best games, in my opinion. Uh huh. Game- the blowouts, I don't really want to watch a blowout football game on TV. Uh, I don't even want to play a blowout football game because it's it's boring. We already know who won. <laughs> I'd rather a chess match, a low-scoring game, because something's happening or nothing's happening. Uh-huh. And all, you're getting more than, all right, I already know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a, a nine 12 game. <laughs> Not at all. As long as we got the 12. <laughs> winning is winning. <laughs> well, we might get our wish because our good friend, the weather should be, could be an issue. Temperature is going to drop big time and it's going to, it's supposed to be 38 degrees now with 16 mile an hour winds. So a little bit windy, probably not as windy as last week, but it will be cold. Yeah, that's definitely not in Purdue's favor. No, no, I, I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> I don't get why, why we can't figure this weather thing out. Everybody else seems to be able to do something in the weather, but not us. For those that don't know, welcome to the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> it was seventy next- degrees here today. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, I was just about to say next week it's going to be eighty. <laughs> <laughs> And it's going to be bright and sunny. It'll be all right. And nobody's going to be complaining about nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, looks like it at least won't be raining. So that may help a little bit. But mm, it will. Welcome uh... to... <laughs> Got a little bit of rain coming. But it'll be all right. I'm not too worried. 
it does say mostly sunny, so that that'll help. Just we got to battle the wind. That's all. Just a little bit. <laughs> so what you uh, think? I don't know. Purdue, man. Purdue, what? Iowa, not Iowa, Illinois, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just I, the last two games have been really, really disappointing. So I feel like this is a game where coaching staff is really kind of got to prove themselves because they've not been ready to play the last couple of weeks. The offensive play calling has been questionable. They've fallen behind right out of the gate. And it, it, it just depends on how they start, really. If you've got to find a way to go down and put the ball in the end zone that first drive. That's usually when Purdue has its best success is when it manages to score on the first drive and it sets the tone for the rest of the game and whether they win by, you know, whether they win – 17 to 10 or whether they win 50 you know 43 to 37 like they did against nebraska getting that opening drive down the field and putting some points on the board seems to be critical and i think that's what they've got to do here on saturday that's one thing we don't talk enough about is uh coaching mm-hmm. pretty we overshadowed and skip right to the players who do you think has a better better coaching staff at this point of their seasons. I'm, I'm really questioning uh, our defensive coordinator position because we had a good one last year and uh, Ron English has struggled this season to have any consistency. And it, really, Bielema, this is his second year at Illinois and he's clearly trying to build what he did at Wisconsin. So, you know, if he, would you argue that he's better than uh historically than Brom yeah he's won the Big Ten several times with Wisconsin he's played in road he's coached in Rose Bowls and everything but Brom you know he he kind of is up and down he kind of lacks consistency and you, you see that with he's beaten a top five team three times he's also lost to Eastern Michigan <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say, and uh, it's a big week for him. And you get this game, and suddenly winning the division is very, very much alive. But you drop this game, and then you're looking at a Detroit bowl game, maybe. And nobody wants to go play in a bowl game in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the worst experience of my life. <laughs> At least you won. <laughs> and that was saturated because I did something that I don't know till to this day, and I was pulled out. If you look back on that game, I don't think I played the fourth quarter. Oh, I was unaware of that one. If I'm not mistaken, I think I got pulled somewhere towards the end of the third after I scored. Was it I scored? Yeah, I think I scored. In the third, and I ain't play no more. <laughs> well, this is interesting because you had Painter throw for 559 yards, and we rushed for 41 as a team. And you had two touchdowns on 20 with 27 yards. Yeah, they only gave me the ball. Like, I told you, when I told you, once I got the ball in the red zone, I make I make sure I got in there. <laughs> <laughs> I might not get this opportunity again. <laughs> Let's see, you got a rushing touchdown to cap the first drive, and then you had another rushing touchdown right before halftime. 
So two one yard rushing touchdowns. It was, it was, I made him look good though. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it, <laughs> six is six. They count the same on the board, whether you rush for a yard or 99. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I played it the fourth quarter. I was heated, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and it was tight going to the fourth quarter too man it's, that's your time to shine if you why, why is the best person that carries the ball and get nine carries during a game uh, oh that, that was tiller though I mean, yeah well yeah. brom does the same so <laughs> right they ain't too far off when he was not winning <laughs> But it, it's Saturday is going to be an interesting game, and I don't know. I kind I kind of feel like maybe there's a breakout because I don't think Purdue's going to play three games this poorly in a row. But at the same time, man, the last two have been real ugly. So I'm not I'm not sure what to think. And you would think that with a potential divisional title on the line, this is your last shot at it. You've won five in a row in Champaign. This is a team that you've done really really well against you would think they they would be able to go get this but also illinois is right there they want to win the division too and this uh, a win in this one almost locks it up for them so it's tough this is one of those games that if i'm coaching i'm telling my guys this can be a statement game mm-hmm. also it can be a game in which it gets us back on track it's got to be. They're knocking out the next, what, two, three games? Yeah. You, you win this one, you're probably – I mean, you're going to be favored against Northwestern and Indiana. Eight and four regular seasons, not bad. That's what they did last year. Uh, you also get this one. Again, you might get to go to the Big Ten Championship game and likely be sacrificed at the altar of Michigan and Ohio State. But one game shot, you never know. <laughs> Hey, you know what's crazy? Fuck around, play Ohio State and win the Big Ten Championship just because we play well against Ohio State. (laughs) (laughs) Ohio State won that your championship. Who the hell did they lose to? Purdue. What? (laughs) They'd still probably go to the playoff, but I'll take the Rose Bowl bid. I mean, I don't mind going to Pasadena again. (laughs) Right. And, And crazy things have happened, right? We weren't supposed to beat him in 2018 and beat him by four touchdowns, but we, we got to get this one first. We got to get this one first. <laughs> like the guys just don't show up. We do show up. Coaches show up as well. I was talking to a friend of mine. Like you can really see the difference in coaching. Mm-hmm. Just because that these guys are in the right place. Like. Yeah, sometimes it'd be athletic ability, but you can't apply your athletic ability if you play in cover three and you got two guys running down both the hash marks out mm-hmm. of safety. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that. No. He kind of going to be open. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one the quarterback doesn't look to, the other guy to get the ball. <laughs> It, being in the right position is, is 75% of the game, honestly. 
That's why coaches tell you to watch film so you can cut their job down half the time. You can go – if you see something that I'm not seeing because I put you in the wrong position, mm-hmm. go move to the right, make the play. That Those are great players. Mm-hmm. Guys that are – get out of the wrong position and get to the right position and make the play because they seen something. <laughs> And that's what you want, man. You got you got to be able to make that play and make it when it happens too. Yeah, so being in the position is crazy, and I just hope our coaches, Coach Brown, put these guys in the right position. They can't be the best until you put them in the right position. Now, do you think it helps or hurts that they played a team so similar this past week, especially even coming off of a loss? Man, man I don't mean nothing. They. they the loss is a loss it, to give a damn it about. <laughs> it just cuts down on a film you better watch. Yeah, there you go. It's like, here's what you did wrong last week. Don't do it again. There you go. Here's your film. Uh, most of it is missing tackles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been an issue all year, so that doesn't make me feel good. Hey, sooner or later, you got to start running into the door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all righty. So, what what's your thought on Saturday? What's your pick, and uh, how do you see it playing out? Oh, I'm always going with the team. So, Purdue, close game. We might. We, I say both teams get a touchdown. We get two field goals. They don't get any. Oh, 13 seven. Ooh, <laughs> high scoring affair. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love it. <laughs> I I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with Purdue too. I get I got some confidence this week. I don't think that they're gonna play a third straight game this poorly. I think things are gonna be a little bit different. I would love to see us hit on a big play. We haven't hit on a really big play in a while, and that could be. <laughs> I, I think he, he's got the ability to break one. And yeah, I, it's encouraging that. Illinois struggled with a not that good Michigan State team last week and really kind of got pushed around and they struggled offensively. So uh, I, think, I think I'm going to go about 21 to 17 us. I think I think there's going to be some scoring, a little bit more scoring than we expect, but I'll go 21-17. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All righty. Well, that will just about wrap things up this week. Um, we will be – back next week to talk about the Illinois game. I know I'm driving over to Champaign to watch this one because it's always fun to make that short road trip over there and hopefully not get too cold in the stands. But uh, for Corey, hope you guys stay safe down there and yet another hurricane too. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So for Corey and myself, I'm Travis Miller of BoilerUpload.com and this has been the Behind the Rails podcast and Boiler Up. BTFU. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.